0: good morning everybody it's the daily time ticket once again Ah, oh, it's been too long been a week since i've posted and uh we're we're coming in hot with two i've never done two you know so we're hoping uh you guys listen up both of them back to back hopefully uh alex areloa i've known him for a while man i in college great dude and i hope you guys enjoy this podcast <laughs> Started, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, today we are joined by, his name is right behind me, Alejandro Areloa.
1: Is that how you say <laughs> it? Areloa? Si. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you got to roll the R's, huh? Rrr.
1: Or just Alex. No, Isn't it Alex.
0: weird that some people can't roll their R's?
1: Oh, yeah. It took Rrr. me a while
0: to figure out people can't roll their R's. I don't know why.
1: That's weird. Why can't
0: people do that? Makes sure you a better kisser.
1: It's easy. Rrr. Yeah. Rrr.
0: But, Alex, I've actually known you for uh, what four years now, almost three years. Cause I met you when I was freshman in college. The first time I met you, yeah, Actually, we didn't meet each other, but we did cross paths before that. Cause you wrestled for Marsh Valley.
1: Oh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what high school did you go to?
0: Snake River. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and and then when you told me that you wrestled for Marsh, I was like, oh shit. We might have wrestled each other, but we didn't.
1: <laughs> no. I, I was probably a smaller weight bracket. know, like I was weight tiny weight.
0: back then, too, though. I was really small.
1: Dude, no way. It's freaking out. 130, dude. I was
0: last, dude.
1: I was like one, one, 110, 113. Yeah, but now you're hitting the gym, son. Gotta now get you're gains, getting, son. are you getting checked? Gotta get gains.
0: You going every day? No, I try to, though. How often do you try to go to the gym? Uh, four times a week. Five. Four times? That's a, See, that's a good amount.
1: But yeah, it's gotta stay fit, dude. It helps you like mentally wise, like whether whether you have stuff going on. But uh, like in life, it just it's a nice way to get away and just like it's nice.
0: For sure, I've definitely had rough days at work, and then and I go to the gym, and then my day just gets better.
1: Oh yeah, like you after you finish working out, oh
0: dude, get a good pump in.
1: Oh yeah, nothing like, better. Yeah, you you sleep good. Like the shower afterwards, like one of the best. Like oh man, going there is fun.
0: It's, it's like my favorite is actually going and getting good sweat in because if I don't get a good sweat in, I feel like I wasted a day at the gym because like I have a, I'd say a good 75% of my days are like, I'd say they're well used, but the other 25%, I'm like, I didn't do anything today. <laughs> I, I fucking wasted today. I feel like trash.
1: <laughs> no, dude, but the thing is, it's just like get on something and get going on it. So even if you made it to the gym, dude. Good what do you try it. to do me I, I just like to build more muscle because i want to get bigger dude because that's my that's my goal what's your goal one 165 maybe more Two. but like be lean and shredded like have six pack. because like right now i'm like kind of shredded but it's like it's not much because like smaller so when i get bigger and build actual mass and like more because i have, like triceps and everything to find want to get bigger though
0: when you get there though this this has happened to me before cause my goal used to be like dude, I'm gonna hit one forty five. I hit one forty five and after that I think I'll be happy. And then you hit one forty five and then you're like, I think I can go a little bit more. And you just keep wanting to get bigger and bigger. So like I've right now I'm like a one sixty ish. So I'm like, I think I can hit one oh, eighty. <laughs> and I keep I keep going up and up, you know? And like it it kinda sucks, but like I've it's crossed my mind, I'm like, dude, if I really wanna actually just get huge just fucking, just do steroids. Just yeah, do yeah. some steroids. steroids. Why not? Pro, yeah. Why not? Just fuck my liver up for a little while. It's not that bad. I'll recover yeah. in like a couple of years. Just take TRT for the rest of my life.
1: Might get ED later on, but yeah. Yeah,
0: who cares? I'm not fucking now, you know? What's, what's making me think it's going to get better the older I get? It's going to get worse. I'm in my prime fucking years right now, you know? Like, the tail I'm, I'm supposed to be getting right now is not the tail I am currently getting. I'm getting zero tail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it
0: sucks, dude. Chicks don't want to bang a mechanic.
1: <laughs> nah,
0: dude. I don't know about that. Nah,
1: true. I don't there's
0: know cla- about there's that. really
1: class ladies out
0: there that's like. Mm. Yeah, she's... I don't think she's listening to this podcast, but. <laughs> 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 if she is, hit me up, you know, single. <laughs> <laughs> hit the so, IG. We, we covered this earlier. We've been trying to record this podcast for a while now, but uh, <laughs> we just kept getting interrupted. You're a, you are a real estate mogul, pretty much. Uh-huh. Is that, is that, what, 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 what job title would you give yourself? I
1: would say a real estate entrepreneur.
0: Entrepreneur. What kind of real estate? Commercial, residential, what else is there? Industrial? Oh Those yeah, there's the, all this different the kinds. is main three, isn't it?
1: Oh, you can also get into land as well too, because you can lease out land. Like that's what farmers do to each other, especially if you have like 40 acres and you want to lease it out to someone that wants to plant alfalfa, barley, whatever it is.
0: For grazing too.
1: Yep, you can do that as well too. You can lease out land. There's so there's so many strategies, and they they're all they all differ from each other, but they all still come to the same basic dominant e- economics by low so high or just rent low and keep your rents pretty good and then that increases uh, appreciation and value so
0: do you think you'll uh, get into some of that or are you good where you are right now
1: no I want to explore different avenues just because I think I think it'd be a a lot of fun just to have be able to do commercial real estate be able to do right now I I do residential so like fix and flips and rentals but I want to get into different um, different realms because I want to be able to be able to flip almost anything land commercial industrial and just have fun with it because apartments they're anything any units bigger than five units so fourplex doesn't count you can still get a conventional loan fha home which are low down payments and you can live in one and make positive um cash flow on it and that pays for your own rent and you're living basically rent free that's one strategy that you can do to get started because of fourplex like i said you have three other rentals that are paying for your own rent and your expenses, and you still get a, so many write-offs and so many benefits from it. Is it, is the, has like
0: the current pandemic hurt you at all as, cause I know a lot of people have said, I actually, I've heard a lot of things from like multiple sources that say that the pandemic's really going to hurt the housing market and just real estate in general, or is that, cause a lot of businesses will go under and, is that gonna be something that you're gonna like have an opportunity to like buy those how buy those like places that they're gonna go out of business and you're gonna be able to capitalize and like flip them or is it something that's gonna be even you guys won't be able to use them because you, there's just not enough money to be able to flip them.
1: No, so that's actually like a really good point because a lot of people think real estate's gonna go down, but right now it's been a pretty good buying time, like especially for real estate agents. I'm not a real estate agent, but um, a lot of real estate agents right now, they're doing really, really good. They're selling a lot of houses. It slowed down in Idaho when we were first in about like the first week of lockdown. Like That's when it kinda was slowing down for them, but then it picked back up, and right now prices are doing really steady. Um, with this pandemic, it kind of helps put more stuff on the market. A lot of people are s- selling scared, so they're willing to sell a lot of stuff, especially for a, a lower price point. Because a few months ago, when I was trying to, I tried to buy a property or just even see if I can get it on a contract in Boise, and Boise market that's just on fire. I remember I got mine oh, was too.
0: Co- yeah, was... Boise, dude. There's people coming in left and right, dude. Right. So many people coming in Boise. Oh yeah. The traffic there exactly. gets worse and worse every time I go up.
1: Mhm. And I, I tried to buy a property in like Boise, but I got outbid by hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh. They said they said mine was shit. yeah. <laughs> they, they said man. mine was too low. They're like, no, that's that's uh, you're way low, buddy. We have other offers, and I think they're gonna. And this is in about four hours of when it was on the market. I because I tried to move oh, on deals fast. Crap It moved dude. quick. Damn. And hundred and fifty grand? Over my price. And mine was mm, two fifty. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Of... Was it
0: in Boise proper or was it one of the surrounding areas?
1: No, it was in Boise, Boise.
0: Oh yeah, dude, that's that's a that's tough to get into. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really hard to get into.
1: Yeah. They're
0: building up, not a raise anymore yeah there's no other way to build other than up now in boise
1: yep it's crazy i have a friend that's a real estate agent there and like i was saying like with this whole pandemic thing he's making a killing like this dude has a badass porsche all that kind of stuff like he came from england which is cool because he doesn't even have a a social security he just has his i-10 kind of like latinos do and he's Mm -hmm. making a killing and all it is is just the market because a lot of people are there like how I was saying like scared selling so you're finding stuff cheaper like a recent property that I acquired recently that one was on the market for like 139 but I picked it up in like the 120s just because they're like oh yeah well, we just need to sell until sell by this date and they're willing to sell it for way less if it was eight months ago that property probably could have sold for asking price or above asking price
0: okay so is
1: are things going up or down they're still going up. I still mean, going up. Yep. For the people that are working, like it the, the thing that helped it a lot, I would say is interest rates. Interest rates went down a whole lot, especially for car loans, like auto loans. Um real estate just loans in general, they've all gone down. Like to historic lows. I'm like tell oil, you right now, dude? Oil and diesel, gas, all that's gone. When it comes way to low. like
0: interest rates and stuff, I have like zero knowledge on it. I know I know you want to have this like the lowest possible interest rate, right? Yeah, so because... if you could give if you could give a quick crash course on interest rates. Could could you could you educate me right now? Well,
1: like the the way on a
0: house. Say I'm going to go buy a house, right? Okay. I'm going to go buy a house. What's the best interest rate that I could realistically get in Eastern Idaho
1: um, it depends on the lenders because there's all different kinds of lenders. You can go to a credit union bank. You can go to a mortgage lender. And they'll they'll all do mortgages because eventually all a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of loans get sold to other companies. So, like, when you get a bank loan from Wells Fargo, they'll sell it to someone, like, on Wall Street. That one will take it over. That's what caused, caused the housing crash. Everyone is getting approved for loans no matter what.
0: Yeah, and, like, a lot of those people didn't get, like, they, they didn't even have, like, income verification yep. that they were just giving it out to everybody. Strippers had like three houses.
1: Yep. Well, that's true. And so like the whole reason why that happened is because loans got sold and the people, let's say their mortgage payment was 2000. They only made $1,500 a month. Well, they're negative $500 that they make and they can't even afford it. So then obviously that was going to cause a crash. And that's what happened with the whole collapse of that. But recently, like it, how you're saying with mortgage, like if I'm to buy a house, what would I want? Um, you want obviously the lowest rate, and you want to like, you want to go basically go get see if you qualify or what you can qualify up to. Because at first, let's say you go in there and you have decent income, and you've never really had a credit, they kind of like guide you through the way you can build your credit to establish so you can go and buy a property. Like mm-hmm. if you have like absolutely none you can start off with like having a credit card, not having like high credit card limits, but like keeping though like below 30%. So if you have a $1000 credit card, keep it below $300 per month because that'll keep that'll make sure that you are making payments and stuff like that. Same with like a like a car loan because a lot of people like to come in and pay cash, especially at the dealership I worked in.
0: Especially Latinos.
1: Yeah. We always. we
0: love paying cash. We yep. we don't like unless we have the money to actually like buy it we're not gonna actually go into it I think that's a smart thing I think I was taught like hey if you don't dude, live within your means if you don't have the money right now just wait a little bit sit on that money and then pay for it when you can but I think the mentality to like success in America is more dude you gotta take some risks if you have a solid income why not just buy something that you know you'll have the money for yep but you're just paying it off in payments
1: well the whole reason why like so paying cash for everything that doesn't help your credit so when you even if you finance it for at least six months because if you let's say you get it financed and within a month you instantly pay it off that doesn't really help your credit a whole lot so it's better to keep it for like make six payments yeah you'll pay interest on six payments but it's not going to be a whole lot especially if you get the lowest interest rate because a a lot of people that don't have any credit they just pay everything cash because they just Oh, I, no debt or anything. Cause, and that's well, what they
0: know, you know? Yeah. That's what you're used to. Well, Dave Ramsey catch. goes over
1: it, all that. So they say cash is king, but, I mean, I mean, dealerships, they have their own ways of making money, especially, like, interest rates. Because interest rates, they can sell it for more. Because you can get the, the dealership to – you can do the application and everything there and then go and – get financed through the dealership but like I said all loans eventually get sold even other banks and credit unions they sell it to like the US treasury and stuff like that like in the US so they they send like every loan basically gets sold so if you come in for a car you get a car loan they say hey you got a six percent at let's say the local credit union there they normally get what's called like indirect rate or anything like that so they get it two points lower so if you got it for six percent you can the dealership got it for four percent so they can mark up to two points as the legal especially here in idaho is what you can do so if you're like if your payments let's say 563 and you want you were shooting for a 500 credit score or as close as it to you can get you have about two points you can use as leverage for yourself to try to get a better deal and a discount on anything same with like buying a house like you just got to see what you qualify so mortgage lending companies some of them can raise it up two points as well well i don't know what the 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 points that maximum points they can sell you or mark it up a little bit but you can normally get interest rates a little bit lower so that's why a lot of dealerships are oh man let me think about it and then they have another guy try to come in say okay well what if i can get your payment at this price or you can say hey i'll get it at this price um instead of being at 563 what if i can do five 530 and if i can get a 525 i'll do it they'll just send it right back to the those are are
0: so. What would you be willing to so? Say, if somebody comes in buy a car, right, and you get a get their credit score. What would you is the lowest amount, the the lowest score that you would be willing to deal with. What what's getting into like the danger zone for you for you for buying a car?
1: Well, there's all different kinds because there's all different kinds of lenders. So there's subprime, which subprime. They're the ones that give out the high-ass interest rates. So they're the ones that do like the 29% interest rate, 30% interest rate. So if you have a $5,000 car, you're going to be paying like over $15,000 in, in interest rate. But I, I had some customers that would have that problem, and I would just say, hey, just make six payments because that shows you've made payments on time and it'll bump up your credit score because it it would as long as you're showing consistent payment, you're not late or anything like that, you can go and get it refinanced for a lower rate. So let's say you had it for 30%, for example, and then you go and get it refinanced. Maybe you can get it 18, 12, and you can go and get like slowly, slowly getting a lower rate so it's costing you
0: less. So another thing, like I'm not, again, I'm not, dude, I'm dumb when it comes to finance (laughs) and stuff. I am the worst.
1: It's good you're learning. So
0: when you refinance something, right? So, say you finance your car, right, I went from the bank. When you refinance, when you come in to refinance with them, do you have what? What do they take into account? What? What's different that they're be like? Oh, okay, so we can give you a lower interest rate. Is that what all that's happening? Or do you make a payment to make it refinance, or then you have less to pay off? What's happening when you refinance?
1: So the way interest works is, if you have a thirty thousand dollar car you're financing, and you have a low rate you're basically to pay that thirty thousand dollars and you're financing it because the way loans work, they do it over the certain time of period. So with house loans, what's crazy is a lot of people take thirty year loans and let's say they buy a house for two or hundred thousand for example mm-hmm. and they get a really low rate. They're, They're paying get... like
0: nine hundred a month or like that's like isn't that super good? Nine hundred a month? you So you have a mortgage and you're paying it off for, say, 30... I, I think I have some people that I know that are paying 30 years off of their house and they're paying, like, 900 bucks. That's honestly better. If you plan on staying there, that's a really good price to pay if you're paying that because you'd rather pay that to pay it off and then stay there than just paying rent off to some random property.
1: Right. No, but, like... um. No, that's that's a that's a good point. But the thing is, with houses, the reason why, like I. I like car sales, which was a lot of fun. But the way, the reason why I like real estate more is because you can get so creative with it. So on something like that, where you said that you bought it for one hundred thousand and your payments nine hundred, there's ways you can do to create appreciation in your property, which a lot of people don't know. It's like redoing floors, painting, like keeping it nice, making it nice, or making it more modern. Taking care of it. Yep, taking care of it, just like with anything. Is if you take care of it, it'll last. Just how we we're talking about earlier and so if you do something like that if you bought the property for let's say hundred thousand, hundred thousand, how you're mentioning earlier and then you put a few thousand into work into it like with the bath you remodel the bathroom did the kitchen or flooring and paint then now it's going to be worth let's say 135. so uh you have about it's
0: crazy how much properties can go up with the oh, yeah. smallest things that you do yep. like just cleaning up the yard if you have mm-hmm. shit all over your yard, that depreciates everything yeah, dude and so much goes down so just if there's any advice we can give to people, clean your fucking yard up a little bit, you know? Make sure you don't have fucking cars all over it. Dude, when I go past people's houses and their yard is just trash, I'm like, dude, you need a... Step your game up, man. You can't have a fucking transmission out in your yard. You need to have a sprinkler out there. <laughs> yeah. One of those, those sprinklers that rides on the hose, you know, that tractor. You seen those tractor yeah, sprinklers? Yeah, yeah. That's That's badass, cool. dude. Yeah,
1: because they slowly move. So they're watering. Yeah, it's waters yeah. everything. Yeah, it's dope. You make the path for it. Yeah, that's so sick. <laughs>
0: But yeah. yeah. So we haven't really, cause so we started a podcast earlier, and then we had to cut it off because friends came in. But we haven't really getting, built up what your your criteria is, what you do, and what you have done, cause you have a, you actually have a pretty extensive line, not lineup, extensive resume in like in sales and in in the industry that we're talking about right now. So like, do you mind just running through what you have done in the past, how you started off.
1: So the way I started off was, like, I, I started working I was, like, 12, 13. But it was, like, just working at a small local dairy because I grew up not too far from here. and uh, Aramo, right? Yep, yep. So shout out to Aramo. Put them on the map. <laughs> 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 Even though it's so small, like, a lot of people, like, when I tell them, oh, yeah, i from Aramo. <laughs> what the like, fuck is that? <laughs> like, a, ta- a town with, like, 200 people. And they're like, oh, where's that? I'm like, oh, it's Pocatello, we then it's Ecom, it. McCammon, then it's Arimo, and then Downey, Malad, and then you're in Utah. And they're like, "Oh, I've never heard of Arimo." It's like,
0: so high school, you know, high school rivalries. You know, we had uh, burned the nest, bro. Yeah, that was our thing. Burn oh, yeah. the nest. <laughs> Burn the nest. <laughs> anyway, back back to how you started out. Yeah, so
1: like I grew up there, which was like it was pretty fun. Like my whole childhood and everything was fun. Even though like when I first went to kindergarten, I didn't know any English. It was all Spanish because my parents their first generation here from michoacan mexico and it's like they didn't know anything like they they just came here to try to create a better opportunity for themselves and yeah. and also like for me respect to that you know because like it's crazy like a lot of people think it's like oh like uh people from that are foreign need to get their green cards and that like it's not that easy it's like not that easy. they don't understand like it takes time it takes years actually if it was like a, a ninety day thing, you think everybody would fucking do it? Easy, yeah. If it was that easy, you know, it it's easy, just
0: a... everybody would do it. There wouldn't be this giant issue where mm-hmm. people are, you know, campaigning yeah. for better immigration policy. The immigration system's broken, mm-hmm. but that's 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 a topic for a later discussion. Yeah, that could be that could be a whole <laughs>
1: podcast itself. Is that whole thing? But, yeah, dude. But yeah, it's like it's crazy. So like, my parents came from there, and then just. They had me and everything and then I started working at a dairy local dairy that was not it was about like a mile away, but it was cool because like they would give me like a four-wheeler to go to work back and forth like before school and then after school. And then on the weekends, just work the weekends. But I'd still have time, like, to, like, if I was like, hey, I want to take the day off, I'm going to go hang out with some friends. Like, if we had activities, like going camping or anything like that, they'd be cool. Like, they'd be. Like, Farmers oh, are super
0: go. understanding to oh, young yeah. kids. But, mm-hmm. like, they, it's, I think everybody should work on a farm at least once in their life.
1: Oh, it teaches you hard work, it teaches so, much, you so dude, many I skills, learned dude. So many
0: things. In- yeah. My welding still sucks, but I, like, I know <laughs> I know how to turn on a welder now, oh, yeah. you know? and I know that you need a ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe get it
0: too hot, too cold, yeah, like, oh, dude. man.
1: Yeah, no, I learned I learned how to weld a little bit. Like, I'm not saying I'm good at it or, like, a pro, like, anything like that, but I, I can weld, like, I can stick weld and gas metal arc weld and all that kind of stuff.
0: I, I plan on having a welder on here, so... Sooner or later, the, he, he, the viewers will will learn a little more about welding and what it actually takes to be a good welder. Yeah, but cool. for right now, stick MIG and some other shit. MIG <laughs> tape <Oxy. on> that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you started. You were an Aramo a young kid working on a dairy farm. How did, how how did how did you start off there and just ended up wanting to just you know, sell shit. <laughs>
1: how like did
0: that, it. how did that get ignited in you?
1: I've always wanted to, and like, sales is one skill that everyone, I believe, needs to know and have, because it's like, no matter what you're doing in life, you're always selling, like, let's say you see this chick that you really like, and you're trying to like, smash or something. Trying to like, Mac,
0: dude, you got to yeah, Mac. Yeah, you're trying to Mac. It's like, a game.
1: You, you, that's part of it, because part of the sales, you have to build rapport, and you have to like, learn what you're doing, and just seeing if you can close a deal, so like, if there's a like, a chick that you're like, oh, man, she's pretty cute. And then you just want to, like, hang out with her, like, uh, get to know her more later. You got to close the deal and be like, oh, well, we should hang out sometime. And then, like, oh, yeah, if they find it weird, like, oh, well, no, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <Weirdo>?
0: <laughs> That's everybody's worst nightmare. Yeah, dude,
1: that'd be embarrassing. That or smelling, like, bad. Like, imagine doing oh, that and you smell bad. And you oh. smell like shit. Damn.
0: You've been around somebody and, like, you just you just take a whiff of them and you're like, how the fuck do you get anybody <laughs> to talk to you, yeah, man? like, do
1: you shower or what? Like,
0: I get it because, like, I'm a guy, you know? I'm a <laughs> dude just like you. So, like, I'll talk to you, but how the fuck are you going to get laid smelling like that? <laughs> I've known a couple dudes. Uh, dude, when I go to the gym, oh gosh. some dudes just, what, did you, you forget thingy. to shower the last eight weeks,
1: bro? Well, yeah, like, some of them, like, will wear deodorant, but won't wear deodorant. It's like, damn look i'm not
0: i'm not racist or anything okay I say that right now i'm gonna say this right now I'm not racist i can't be racist the double standard mexicans can't be racist But when i was working out at isu there was these dudes okay and they were always they're always foreigners and I'll, I'll leave it at that they're always foreigners that came in here to isu and dude holy shit! every single day they would if they were doing bench or back or anything that wasn't, if they were not not doing legs, I was not going to hear them. Because <laughs> no they would, because if they were moving their arms up, dude, them them pits stank. Ooh. That shit was smell, no bro. No deodorant. It but, like a fucking bear.
1: But probably like wearing like a ton of cologne, but it so won't mask much it. Cologne. You gotta wear deodorant. Deodorant and shower. Yeah, shower
0: Use too. Soap. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. God. So your sales career. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever get to that point, yeah. yeah. But then after that, like I, I went and worked at like uh, the Royal Pizzeria in Lava Hot Springs, which is pretty bomb ass yeah, pizza. That place, that really that place is Shit. Yeah, natural ingredients, and I was like, I was doing like cooking there, and like we we legit use handmade dough, fresh ingredients everywhere, especially local, the beef was local, it's a really cool spot there, that's why it's a little bit more expensive than like going to Little Caesars and getting the deep dish for like eight or nine bucks. Dude, lava overall, lava's awesome. Oh, it's badass, and now they have a new rooftop bar, and it's, and they're gonna be having on the July 3rd, they're gonna be having some uh, boxing fights. And they're what? gonna get all different kinds, dude. It's, it's pretty sick. It's up and going. Like gone. people boxing each other oh, yeah. live. Oh Mhm. Oh shit. That,
0: I'm oh, yeah. I have to sign up for
1: that. And Fourth <laughs> of July, <laughs> dude. No. Uh, like, maybe we'll, sh- me and you will throw, throw some, some
0: gloves on. i want to throw some fucking putasos out there. See what the hell <laughs> I wanna do? Let these people know that I ain't fucking around. Yeah. So then, from after lava, how where'd you, you go from there?
1: Well, after that, then I went back to the dairy because at the dairy I was making money, and I was like, man, like, I don't know if I need college because I was making like decent money. And then uh, after that, my dad's like, "You should go to college, this and that," because like every Latino, like first generation, especially from them that they were first generation, they always wanted me to go to school.
0: That's what they know. That's that's yep. what the the story that they've heard is like, mm-hmm. "Hey, your kids should go to school. Yep. This is what you should push them to, or what they should strive for."
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so, like after that, I was like, "Oh well, I'm making good money, like working at just a small little dairy," and it was like it was pretty fun. It was chill. It was cool. But then after that, like. It's like, because some days, like, you're out moving pipe, you're out doing a bunch of stuff, and you're like, man, this kind of sucks. So then, uh. <laughs> this kinda, yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, because it's hard work. It's not, th- it's not like sitting in an office, dude. I know
0: the day, I know the exact, like, feeling you have when you pick up a pipe and then you look around and you're like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life.
1: No. No, I don't, this, I, fuck this. Like, yeah, this is good exactly. for now, but one day my back's gonna suck <laughs> oh yeah and that's why i give like a lot of like credit to like the latinos because they're mainly the ones out there doing it like a lot of the american people here they they don't want to do it and they say like we're stealing our jobs like no people don't want to do that kind of work like that's grunt work it takes like a lot of physical strength mental strength like it's 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 also tough on your body like i remember sometimes just taking my boots off like whether they're cowboy boots or they're like uh, pipe boots, oh, taking those things off was oh man, it just felt like amazing.
0: Yeah, and then have a beer at the end of the day. Oh yeah. Sit <laughs> back.
1: Oh fuck.
0: Uh, something went off. Hold up. Okay, that was that was weird. Sorry, people that just kind of turned off on us. Oh, I'll edit that out. Do you have a pen, and paper? Okay, so you
1: were what the, hell, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about pipe, and then after that, and and working at uh, the Royal, uh, one of my friends, his dad owned a construction business in Jackson Hole, and uh, they they do like twenty four million dollar homes, they do high end stuff, but there was this one property on one of their main streets, kind of like where the out 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 antler <laughs> antler uh, arches. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just this big commercial building that used to be the the old theater in Yellowstone, in Jackson Hole. I mean, and we read that we demoed it and we turned it into a uh, pizzeria, and it was two levels. But what I think is crazy is like what it would cost to rent that place. It was like insane. I think it was like a hundred thousand dollars a month. Damn. And that's a month. Shit. But they make so much money during the, the summertime that they don't have to worry about it for multiple months. And so, like that's kind of what kind of I started to get more interested in real estate because I'm like, dang, like that's so cool, like have you something like this, if, oh, so many years ago was the rent was two thousand, and then it slowly bumped up and now appreciation hits. now it's worth a ton more, and you can you can justify the rents because hey, it's a tourist town, but they also get taxed on it. Same with lab, a lot of people don't know um, the reason why their gas is more is because they get taxed a lot more. So. Mm you pay 6% like in Pocatello or anywhere in Idaho. That's not a tourist town or that I know of as of now. But in lava, they get taxed on the tourist part. So that's why some of their stuff is a little bit more pricey because they get charged more for taxes. Oh, okay. So that, that it, it kind of balances out, but a lot of people don't know. That. They're like, well, this gas is like so much more expensive here and I didn't get that. It's like, no, it's just they have to pay a fee more than normal.
0: It took me a while to figure out that lava is such a – awesome place to have so close to us because people oh, yeah. from all around the world come here oh, yeah. to like just go to there and like it took me a lot of like like the third time I went there I was like I kept hearing different accents there and I looked at my friends and I was like oh I was, I was pretty drunk <laughs> I was a little drunk I was like I was like my drunk thoughts I was like dude everybody comes to us and we're so lucky to have this place oh, yeah. like just 30 minutes down the road like we're not appreciating it how we should be appreciating it.
1: Yeah, and it's fun. It,
0: it's a dope place, dude. Yeah, I the
1: wouldn't... bars are fun. Everything's fun. I have Pool. never been to the
0: bars. Oh,
1: man, it's fun there. I want to go. We'll, now, we'll now have to I go to the rooftop to bar, especially because it's, yeah. it's opening, dude. <laughs> July 3rd? <laughs> well, it's already open now. so you oh, to the Yeah. You oh, shit. But July 3rd is when they're having the boxing fights.
0: Oh, well, I'm down to go for sure. I want to go. Let's check it out.
1: You just have to get tickets now because they, they're they going to sell out no matter what. Oh. It's actually a big deal now. And there's also... Uh, like one of their rental places where you can stay. That that got sold out recently. Now it's a Utah investor that bought it out. What was cool with them is what well, the whole COVID thing happening, they were actually giving like free meals to truckers and letting them stay there as well too. All expenses on them, just to, like because it was vacant. No, but, it's but but they would do like their uh, like the CDC standard guidelines. So they put the social distancing, and then after every trucker would stay, then they would go and uh,
0: deep clean.
1: Yep, yeah, deep clean, just like how they would have to. But, Yeah, like uh I feel like lava's uh it's pretty slept on for how close we have it here.
0: It's for, for people around here for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Dude, I want to I want to chick took me on a date there one time. It was called chicken noodle soup chicken noodle pond or something. It was a little hot spring off of the chi- river.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was like I was like This is badass. This yeah, it's is fucking free. sweet. Yeah. And then if you hop in the river, it's going to be cold as fuck, man. and then you <laughs> go
0: back into the, the the hot pool though, and it's like perfectly levels off yeah badass place that a lot of people don't know about it's pretty sweet so then after you got that experience seeing everything torn down you're like oh shit dude people can make some real money off of this how how did that did you go to school to learn a little bit about it or did you what was your next move after that
1: no so after that what i did i uh, i took my dad's advice because in jackson it was cool like i loved it i loved the scenery but It was just so expensive to live there. I remember going to the grocery store just to get groceries for the week because over there you can't really eat out because there's no Burger King. It's all local stuff, which is cool, but it's more expensive.
0: It's super expensive. So
1: there's no Walmart there. They have, like, I think it's Smith's. And the biggest bank they have there, besides their local credit unions and banks, they have, like, a Wells Fargo. Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
0: Wells Fargo.
1: And yeah, so I was like, man, that's too expensive to live. Like, if I was rich one day, I'd want to live here or in Sun Valley. So that's, like, kind of the goal, but not right now there's other things before that but so after that happened um, like I worked there I just took my dad's advice saved up some money from there and then I just went to to college I moved in here went to ISU and then first business uh, administration and management and also my accounting certificate so I know how to like use spreadsheets uh, QuickBooks stuff like that but like, going to school, I was like, man, like, this is fun, but I had a good experience and everything. Like, it was fun. I, I did pretty good, I guess, especially because I do <laughs> a lot of dumb stuff, <laughs> like, throughout, like, living the college life, you know?
0: Yeah, college things, you know, we don't want to get into specifics, but let's just say college people do college things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, easy, better way to put it. And so, like, after that, I was, like, super close to graduating. I, I had 19 credits left. And then I got, like, into car sales because I needed more money because I wasn't working while I was there. And uh, I was always networking with people, but I was like, oh, man, like, a lot of them were mainly business owners because, like, I'd like to meet the people, like, kind of how you do, which I think is cool about your podcast is, like, you just like to meet different individuals and you're putting them on, learn about what they do or, yeah. or the reason why they do what they do. But I would always like talk to like business owners instead of like just the managers and stuff. And just like, oh yeah, like that's cool. Like uh, maybe one day I want to get a business. Like I'm going into school for business so I can own a business. And then they're, like, oh yeah, just go for it. Like it's gonna be tough. And they're like giving me pointers and stuff. So I'd like slowly learn from like their mistakes and like kind of like grasp it. And then I got like connected with them more and more. So like, now I have a pretty good hookup with a lot of like business owners and they're cool with me and I'm cool with them. It's like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, hey, I hope like, like your business is doing well. And I always say like support local because they're the ones that are like giving a lot of us, especially college students, like jobs and stuff. So I think that's cool. And it helps our local economy a lot too. And
0: for sure. Locals too. Cause like local businesses, Walmart's not going to sponsor your local T-ball tea team. Mm-mm. The, it's a you know, pop your, yeah, your Roops burgers is going to sponsor it. Your, uh, Kessler's Food Market, I'm just talking about local businesses I know in Blackfoot, mm-hmm. but I know there's a ton over here in Blackfoot, too. I mean, Pocatello, too, because, like, major chain stores, they they don't care. Oh, yeah. Their their bottom line is how much money they're going to make.
1: Yep, exactly. Like,
0: the business owners that are local, they care about, you know, the community. Yep. Because that's who's buying from them. They don't have other stores in different regions. They have they have one place, and they want to be part of the community.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And that's why, like, uh, I always say, like, support local because, I mean, you're helping out, like, fund, like, uh, some cleats for some high school student or some middle school student, some soccer student because they're giving scholarships, funds to to people around just from their small business because it's kind of like a give back to the community. Like, hey, we appreciate you. This is kind of our way of saying thanks.
0: So for your field that you're currently in, do you think that – going to school was the right move or if you could go back now would you not go back at all because you, you didn't graduate did you oh, no, you know, i didn't, you didn't, you didn't I graduate.
1: graduate but I, i'm not saying like you don't go to college like i hope if you're a doctor i'm sure
0: you learn valuable things oh yeah yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs> I, I learned a lot but what i'm saying is like school isn't for everybody it wasn't for me um that's why like you don't have to go to school to become successful because a lot of those business owners that i met some of them were straight from mexico like they're first time here just like my parents and they've never done anything they just went for it like that's what I always say is like man sometimes I just got to go for it even 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 if I don't know what the outcome will be I just go for it no matter what and so it's so scary to jump sometimes though yeah sometimes
0: you just you see the ledge you look over the ledge you're like oh fuck that's a pretty steep you know fall if I don't make it (laughs) I could die. That, yeah, like, I mean, I could get fucked pretty hard if I don't make it. Yeah, that's that like, or gonna drinking, like, damn, that shit hurt. Or when you take that jump, dude, and you're in the air. That's leap. And you're in there, you look around, you're like, fuck, I'm flying, dude. Fucking flying. Make it over to the other side and you're better off because you had that leap. You took that leap.
1: And sometimes that's all you need. Like, what? Like, and that's the thing, the choice that you have. That's what's, I, I think that's the beauty of life. So you always have choices. You, like how you're talking about that leap you have the choice to make the leap and find out what's going to happen you don't know what's going to happen all the time so if like you take that leap what if something good comes what if something bad comes that's what most people think but then i kind of like have built a small mentality of like instead of thinking like negative i always think positive instead of thinking all the bad things that could possibly go wrong like oh what if we lose money on this deal what if we lose uh, money on this project what if i um won't have enough money for this or that um can i afford that this and that instead of think instead i've switched my thinking around like what if this does work what of all the possibility positive things that are going to happen for me doing this that can happen because like i said you can't necessarily predict the future but you can capitalize on it because it's a learning experience like because the whole reason why like i i feel like the school system's different is because um like doctors, I hope you go to school for like a doctor, a lawyer, an attorney. Cause you're yeah, gonna, for sure go yeah. to school. Hey, if you're <laughs> gonna that.
0: do kidney surgery, bro, I don't want you to uh, yeah. be like, yeah, I don't need school, bro. I know how kidneys work. I no, saw no, a YouTube no, no, video no. on
1: this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, dude, so like... simmer
0: down, sir. I need get your certificate first. Get a residency. I want you to know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. But like for business, it's not the same because like anyone. Some people just have instinct, like like instincts. Yeah. And
0: those business instincts are like mm-hmm. they're real, dude. They're real things that some people have. I don't got them. You know, I'll tell you that right now. I can get <laughs> fucked over plenty of times and I'll be like, oh, shit.
1: But, but you can build them, though. That's the crazy thing because it's, like, it's all it's all in your mind. Like I was saying earlier, it's like instead of thinking about negative things like, oh, this won't work because of X, Y, Z, and then A, B, C, D, and you go through that whole alphabet and give yourself reasons it won't work. Think of yourself as like, okay, what if this does work? Because from there, you think more like, okay, if this does work, then I, I can do this, this, and this. Help my family become financially secure. Help others around me become financially secure. And it's like a slowly going process. It's not going to happen overnight. It's nah. going to happen.
0: Rome wasn't built in the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. To so... be as
0: cliche as possible. Yep. You know.
1: So like, you always just have to like go for it. Sometimes you don't know the outcome, but you still got to go for it no matter what. You got to send it actually. Full send.
0: Hey, there you go when he chugs the Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> brought this podcast is brought to you by Modelo Especial. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but we if you can if anybody has contacts with Modelo, please let them know about the daily time ticket. <laughs> well,
1: that'd be cool. Imagine they give us like a Modelo case every case? every podcast. Dude, yeah.
0: Modelo mics—they're oh. shaped like Modelo fucking beer cans. Hell that'd yeah. be cool. That'd, that'd be, be dope. A, that'd be the shit. So now. After you moved, you were in Pocatello, you are you were in school for a while, and you started selling cars, when did you decide to get into actual real estate?
1: Well, while I was in cars, um, I was actually in college when I did my first two deals. So I was a broke college student, so I didn't have very much money, but I invested in a course that actually helped me learn more about real estate, different types of investing. And from there, it just, it was... It was different because I learned different strategies that don't they're really cost ineffective like my first deal I would just it's called driving for dollars I found it with one of my friends after a real estate meeting because I would always always go to those and learn from people that are doing what I want to do that's why I kind of like dropped out of the college because they didn't know about tax write-offs they didn't know how to pay off mortgages in five to ten years which is a crazy strategy that I learned called velocity banking you can it was car loans student loans credit cards all that kind of stuff but I was learning that kind of stuff from other like people that were doing what they're doing and they're really successful at it and I learned from them just how to do that kind of stuff hanging around them learning from them and they what was really cool was they're willing to help out a lot of people think they're stuck up and like oh this person's rich because he's a bad yeah, person yeah that's that's just the it's stigma just a, that everybody yeah, has exactly. towards rich
0: people like dude he, he all he cares about is himself he doesn't want to help anybody else out but a lot of the times, those rich people are putting in a lot to the community. Oh, yeah. that you're not seeing
1: because here locally we have a few doctors that they're the ones that put on the fireworks shows and dude, Maluka, like yeah, Maluka's locally owned and they have the biggest
0: fucking fireworks show like the, the west this of side Mississippi. Of the Mississippi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And the dude is like, he's the dude's the, loaded. He's he's fucking
0: loaded. Well, he's the know? he's the wealthiest but he's person putting in... into so much. He he's like. When you think of Idaho, if you're from Idaho, there's a few things you think of. You think of potatoes, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, yeah. And you also think of Malaluca. He's oh, yeah. put Idaho on the map, you know? He's done great things for the state. Yeah, he's fucking rich. Yeah, he gets t- some tax breaks. But guess what? He's putting a lot of it back into the community, and a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, I yeah. think, like, <sighs> I'm not a political podcast, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it always comes back to this, like... Yeah, those big companies—they get tax breaks. But look how much they're giving back. Look, look at, look at the jobs they're creating. Look how many lives they're sustaining. Yeah, the fucking Jeff Bezos is getting a fuckload of money. He, he's he's rich as shit. Oh yeah, no doubt.
1: No. We'll but how friend. much easier yeah,
0: he's made your life? He's made your life ten times easier.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't I don't have to go to this. like, if I don't want to go to – like, let's say I go to a local store here, which is like – I say buy local, but that's why I always do. Like, I go there first. If they don't have what I'm looking for, yeah, that's then true. I order for the internet. Yeah, a lot of people so. nowadays – like, that. that's what the internet – like, Jeff Bezos, he's kind of put some businesses out. Like, JC – Bookstores. JC, oh, Yeah especially bookstores but yeah it's like netflix put blockbuster out of uh... it's
0: evolution dude Mm -hmm. things are gonna get phased out and you just gotta keep moving you gotta roll with the punches if something if something new is on the horizon you better fucking get your ass on that horizon and learn what that's gonna be Mm -hmm. and with real estate is that is that something you're constantly dealing with is it constantly evolving because i know markets are constantly fluctuating
1: oh yeah and that's that's a, that's a good point because the way real estate works, is it moves by the market. So sometimes we have to put in different materials in because the house next to us sold for a certain amount of money. And they had, let's say, they had a um, nicer quartz countertop or anything like that instead of granite. Then it's like, okay, well, now we have to double think. But then you also have to think that goes into your expenses. And the more the expenses you have, the less profit you make on top of that. Mm-hmm. But no, like the like the the market it changes like a lot but recently Every it's been day. it's been going up a lot it's not it's different than stocks so a lot of people think oh they're too scared to get into real estate investing but it's like you really can like i started like i said in college 20 years old i did my first two deals the first one was driving for dollars it's literally just driving right down an address of an abandoned building or, or some shitty ass building or house that looks like it has a bunch of weeds growing you write right the address and then you go to the local county website assessor's website find out who the owner is you try to skip trace it find out who it is unless you know it I like to talk to the neighbors and ask them a little bit of the backstory and be like hey uh are you the neighbor here and some of them will be like, no I'm just a contractor but I know the owner I was like hey if you can can you get me in contact with the owner give me his phone number or something I just want to ask him if he knows anything about the the property next door, um, see if I can maybe buy it or anything because there's always funds. Like you got to think in an abundance mindset. It's like there's always deals out there. There's always money out there. There's always endless possibilities out there.
0: This dude, especially now, where where things are growing as fast as they're growing.
1: Oh yeah, especially Idaho.
0: Idaho, Idaho. I know you don't want to grow. I know you want to keep small, but just look at Idaho Falls.
1: Oh, I don't feel, Boise. Just, it's the fastest yeah. growing state in the, in the
0: whole U.S. Look at Boise. US. If you want to see what the future of Eastern Idaho is, look at what happened to Boise. Oh, yeah. Dude, Boise is, oh, my God. They just, a year. I've been gone one year from Boise, right? And I went back. And I saw the Amazon warehouse coming in. Dude, Jeez. they built that thing fucking quick. That's crazy. Dude, that, dude, that, that thing came out of nowhere.
1: I wish they were supposed to rose that fast. <laughs> right?
0: Dude. Fucking potholes all over this bitch. At least make them wider so people's fucking headlights, no, their their side mirrors don't get head rammed every <laughs> freaking other day. Sucks. Pocatello needs to work on some stuff, but I know they just built that new exit too, and I know there's a lot of houses going up in that exit, oh, yeah. and then there's that temple. And a, I don't know, I don't know what the hell is coming there, because I've I've been hearing that it's gonna be its own little own community, and I've heard it's gonna be just the temple, and I've heard it's gonna be another plaza. So, I don't I, I, like that. That right there is going to be a huge market, too.
1: Oh, yeah, easy. Coming in. The only thing is, it's just more expensive to build there or lease. Because so it's new, right? Yep, it's, it's new, and new. it's going to be like a high tech city. Because I've actually met with the actual developer of, uh, they're based out of Utah, but Buck Swaining, he's one of the main head honchos. If you look it up, that's, and you look on the website, they, Pocatello is one of the cities. They've built canyons, they've, they've built cool ass little towns and resorts, and now they're building one Pocatello, which is going to be a smart city, like, you have to have smart Wi-Fi, like, all that kind of stuff. What's smart Wi-Fi? Smart Wi-Fi, so, like, when you're at a stoplight, and let's say, like, you're the only one at, like, 4 a.m., Instead of it being red and you have to wait at the stop line, it'll have sensors. Oh shit. And you'll h- go through it and Fuck then it'll yeah. turn green for you. That'd be great, dude. You know how many oh, yeah.
0: times I've just stood at a stoplight and it's red for like a minute? By, <laughs> I'm just by sitting there. going There's mine. nobody <laughs> around. I'm just sitting there, drunk off my ass. I mean I'm not drunk I'm kidding, people. I'm just trying don't, to make don't a, drink. I'm trying to make a joke. <laughs> sitting there, like, come on, just turn. There's nobody, and like that, the thought crosses your oh, mind. Yeah. You're like, dude, I can just run this bitch. I'm just gonna run it. But you're like, what if there's a cop? Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be a cop yeah, here yeah, somewhere. Sure. It's a trick. It's a <laughs> trap.
1: He's controlling it, playing, playing with it.
0: So you, you're actually, you're also super involved in the, I want to say, redevelopment of downtown Pocatello.
1: Cause yeah, I know there's a lot- I remember
0: we used to talk like when I, I was coming back like uh, six months ago we I was coming here pretty regularly and I stopped but you were telling me that there's they have a lot of stuff coming in the downtown Pocatello where they want more people to come out and the community to just you know have
1: something to do. Oh yeah, especially like on right now because I've, I've worked the old town city of Pocatello. And they're they're do they're doing a lot of stuff. A lot of brand new businesses have opened up there. There's like a spinning studio up in the station square. There's a taste of Hawaii. There's uh, barber shops. There's a lot of businesses opening down there. There's a brewery that opened called Off the Rails. So oh, I've seen that. It's I've cool. That. That, that's a dope. patio and everything. Looks dope. So now we have three micro breweries, and they're going to build another one by the Scotts building that's not that far from here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other businesses coming in, like the Station Square. There's like a little, it's called Crafted. So at Crafted, we have um, we have alcohol, we have wine, we have, we can't sell liquor. So anything above, uh, I think it's 25% is, al- is you need an alcohol license for it. No, I think it's 20, but it's kind of low. So we sell mimosas and we have coffee as well too. And maybe like if, to the point where there's more profit, we may want to do um, protein shakes and stuff to help the people that are from, from the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Because the powerhouse, like I said, is a spinning cycle studio, and it's all in the same building. And there's three different levels, and the top level is all going to be apartments. So it's like almost like living in the, the city, where you have your apartment on the third floor, and then on the second you can have an office space, or you can have the co-working space where you can film more podcasts, or you can have like just your day-to-day business stuff. So you don't have to have it in your small. That'd be the studio. best for
0: me because I've been fucking looking for a room <laughs> just to have, you know, <laughs> so I can go in and record podcasts and not have to go to everybody's houses. It's yeah. Not that I don't love going into people's houses and seeing what they look like, but it'd be <laughs> nice to not have to go to people's houses.
1: <laughs> no, but like the cool thing there is like it's they have a soundproof studio and it's like anyone yeah, is dude, welcome to rent for it badass. and then on the first floor you have a salon barber shop you also have taste of hawaii you have your insurance place so you also have a coffee shop that sells alcohol and another thing that i was talking with my friend that owns the building is uh, a tenant recently moved out and i was like dude what if we turn this into a convenience store we're in the heart of old town there's the women Apartments, which is only like a block and a half away. Those guys need a small little convenience store. They need to. That's that's a money. That's another source of income. A little right there.
0: bodega. They don't have to go all the way to. Cause mm-hmm. what's what's the closest? Albertson's Ridley's. over here, and then you got Ridley's down yep. the road too.
1: But I mean, not some, super
0: some... far, but something you can just walk to. Oh yeah. That'd be way more handy. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd pay like a couple extra bucks for something that I don't have to drive, get in my car to, and go down the fucking oh, yeah. road for.
1: Especially if you're in the same building and living upstairs, like the third floor, you just walk yeah. down. First floor, boom, you grab, let's say, like, you want some milk, you want a bag of Cheetos or something. What do you think you is,
0: is stopping those businesses from succeeding?
1: I feel like it's the by local how I was saying earlier. Like, a lot of people don't know. But also, like, nowadays, a lot of us are on our cell phones, so a lot of those businesses do aren't adapting to social media, and so that's why, like, someone can create a social media company here locally, capitalize on it, and run the social media pages for a bunch of local restaurants, barbershops, salons, you name it. It's endless. It's just someone has to take action and do it, and I feel like that's kind of what's holding, like, the growth back because some of them are doing it, but they're not, they don't know how to do ads right, like, they don't know how to target um people around here or anything like that they don't know like the niche groups because like when you're targeting because i've done them for the dealership before and you just choose like the type of so like if at the dealership i would tra- target people that do um let's say like that drive fords i would also target people that drive dodges toyotas all different makes and brands people that follow like let's say edelbrock like car companies i'd tag them in those kind of people
0: hmm. so if if you could uh if you could tell them that if you could tell those businesses the best way for them to get more customers to come in, how do you think they should go about that? Other than social media? Like if they is there I don't know fuck dude, would they hold at certain events? Would they go to events and just have booths? What's the best way do you what what do you think is the best way for them to grow?
1: Local activities, like in those kind of things. Also, just like have events there at their own little spot that they can have, um, just sponsor little events. Like if uh, at the station square, I know they they sponsor a few things there, especially um, when they were doing like the parade of lights here locally here in town. It, it was uh, it was pretty good. I mean, they had a lot of foot traffic. A lot of people didn't know there was all those amount of uh, businesses in that building. And they didn't know, it was like, oh man, I'm, this is my first time here. And a lot of them like, oh, this is such a cool place. And a lot of them have started going to the salon there, uh, drove a lot of traffic for the Taste of Hawaii and all these other places. Crafted was open, but we didn't have the alcohol license yet. But now that we do, we just need to find, generate ways to bring people in through the doors because that's, that's what you have to do in business, is Just like drive people through your place. Otherwise they don't know it exists and you're not going to make a profit.
0: Sorry about that, guys. You might have heard some peeing. <laughs> I, had go, I had to go pee. <laughs> well, I hope you learned about a little bit about your uh, fucking branding, people. You gotta Get your name out there. You know what they, I think they should do? What is it? Uh, have, be on my podcast. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, for sure. No, dude, some of them need to. A lot of them like need to
0: be on my like podcast the and then we'll get their name out there yeah. i got i got 20 viewers for sure every day every, every, every episode so <laughs> if they want like, those 20 know. 20 people to come on the come out and do whatever go buy their their products you know and that's this is the perfect place to come on come on the daily time ticket
1: oh yeah they can promote their business themselves whoever like whatever they want
0: it's a good so, you know another thing that you i remember you talking about is that you wanted to get into certain housing markets, you wanted to get into the housing markets in the in the South, the dirty South, right? Yeah. Remember that?
1: Yep.
0: So, especially now, where there's like, you know, pandemonium going. Is <laughs> would you consider Minnesota the South? Is Minnesota the South? No, I don't think no, it is. It's, like, no, it's mid- Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Yeah, it's Midwest.
1: It's Chicago. I what know. do you
0: think is gonna happen there? Oh
1: man, like I, Jeez. every everyone that lives there, because. One of my friends that worked at insurance at Allstate, he was telling me the more accidents that happen at a place, the more the coverage goes up. Because now it's going to cost more for the insurance company. Let's say it's Allstate. It's going to cost them more money. Because, like, so, some places in Chicago, they're like $6,000 per year to insure. Mm-hmm. So in Minnesota, what's going to happen, Every a lot of people's insurance rates are going to go up. Oh, no, they're just going to fucking yep. skyrocket, aren't they? Like there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen and they're like, oh, why all this stuff happened? It's like, well, there was riots and stuff, a lot of Planet Fitnesses where, like, the glass is broken through and people working out inside because they've been quarantined the whole dude, time. Dude, fucking over
0: there. the O'Reilly's? <laughs> no, no, the AutoZone. Oh, man. And everybody's looting too, dude. They're just, uh, that place is fucking insane right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Everybody's losing their fucking minds.
1: And it's all because of a murder from a cop, dude, like, like I feel because it's like I, I they
0: killed it. somebody. I, I know it. they're mad. I get, I get it. the anger, but, but at the it. same time, I understand time. why you're mad.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, you don't have to ruin your city. Like, they're like, but this is us, because if if we're being silent, then we're not doing anything. It's like, well, a lot of that stuff is like, some of those people, they're small business owners, how we are yeah, talking don't, about why, earlier. why the
0: fuck are you hurting? They're part of your community. Like, we were yeah. talking earlier. Why would you want to go invade Roop's Burgers for something? a it's so and, Like, yeah. he had nothing to do with it, man. Exactly. Why are you getting pissed off at him? Don't raid him. Exactly. And I've seen a lot of, like, there's a lot of gun owners, and they go to local businesses, and then mm-hmm. they, like, to stand outside the businesses with their guns so if anybody comes in like, Dude, I'm gonna fucking shoot you oh
1: yeah trespassing he's yeah like,
0: you're trespassing I'm, oh. I'm not gonna allow this And I've seen videos of dudes they try to go into a shop bam got shot
1: and they're like oh well another show was happening it's like no it's like it didn't have to get to that point like I get there mad and frustrated I, which I'm, yeah. I think it's cool that like the their justice was served this was like they said on the news one of the fastest times a cop has been thrown in custody which is crazy because they're the only ones protecting us from like this stuff we're supposed to be protected from. Besides the army, of course, and the.
0: Who's gonna watch that. the police when the police aren't being watched?
1: Oh, which is like crazy. He he had a the, the, he was he sent out a tweet that he's gonna send the, the military to Minnesota if it doesn't stop because he doesn't want to see it destroyed. Oh, oh, Donnie? Yeah, Donny. There's. That's dude, crazy. It's. And nice. it's like I'm not a politic person because like. I don't let I, it. I, I, I try to not let it affect me because, like, you can be a Republican, you can be Democratic, you can be whatever you want, blue, green. But it's like at the end of the time, it's it's about humanity, man. It's I like, can't
0: get on Facebook. I, I yeah. legitimately cannot get on Facebook because every fucking post is just somebody going, oh, look at this. They they're doing this. Well, what about this time? What about when this black cop killed this white woman? What about when this Hispanic cop killed this white guy? Like, dude. It's all it's all the same. It's, it's all being people being killed for reasons that they shouldn't have killed, they shouldn't have died.
1: Uh, that's what I'm saying. There's like just it's, there's so much anger. Like you, you got to ask yourself like if you go to that riot, you're like is this right? Like am I being a decent human for this? Cuz like you got to think about humanity in general as a whole. It's like would this affect the city? It's like yeah, the riots and everything. Yeah, they're going to affect it what are we all going to do it? it's like okay like you can have a gathering like when Martin Luther King was doing it it was it was a non-violent protest this one's pretty violent like that have the military come uh, which is hella crazy it's fucking violent
0: it's fucking yeah. violent there's, there's people dude there's people getting gas gas there's people getting hit with rubber bullets there's people walking out of giant mosh pits with fucking blood all over their faces there's there's just there's so much anger right now in the world and there's so much division that you you need you need true leadership and no one's really stepping up. And uh, this isn't a knock on Trump, this isn't a knock on Republicans, like no no one no one's stepping up. The Democrats aren't stepping up. Like no somebody needs to rise up and just go, Hey you fucks, stop. <laughs> stop Joe, hurting Joe your own city. Yeah, dude, we, Joe Rogan, need, imagine need, Joe Rogan
1: doing need, it. Need, That'd be
0: dope. We man. need our boy Joe out there. He needs to be the one to step up and just tell people, Hey, you cunts, stop. <laughs> stop! Stop doing this! Stop hurting each other! Stop fucking! It, it, you're just different colors. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, like we're all human. Like we're all, we all bleed. We all we all pee. We all do the same thing it's the, like,
0: the, the old fucking the hard boiled egg example you know you get a white you get a brown egg you get a white egg and if you hard boil them you crack them it's the same thing yeah same thing it's the same fucking thing we
1: all organs everything Except, we all breathe everything. unless
0: you're playing basketball in which case it's not the same <laughs> <laughs> in which case you're gonna lose nigga <laughs> But yeah, dude, it's that—that's the one that has got me. It's got me thrown for a loop. Honestly, people just losing their fucking minds.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, I—I I feel like that's the next thing because twenty twenty is in general has been fucking crazy. I was in Mexico January first before the whole coronavirus and you're thing. Like, this
0: is gonna be a good year. Yeah, <laughs> you and can you, feel and, it,
1: bam! Like new, new, <laughs> new decade, new me. Nah, fuck that. Like twenty twenty is like fuck you. We're gonna do something else. Watch me, because like I—I I remember I was in Mexico in January. While I'm in, while I'm there, because I was the first, I was there the first ten days of January. While I was there in those ten days in the U.S. and all around the world, there was like a World War III. I didn't really have my cell phone because it didn't work very well in certain areas because mm-hmm. you're hiding in the mountains and you don't get the same cell phone reception because over there they have Telcel. If you have Verizon then they switch over to their networks which is Telcel and some places it will not work so I didn't know about all that stuff and I would come back and everyone's like oh dude you might have to sign up for the war I'm like what? Like, what do you mean <laughs> what war? war? Like what war? <laughs> and they're like oh the World War 3 I'm like what?
0: Yeah dude when that, when that, so that was happening and I was like okay alright this isn't going to happen but that's a hell of a way to start off the year <laughs> and then February comes, Australia's on fire. Yeah,
1: crazy. Australia's
0: on fire. They lose eighty percent of all their wildlife.
1: Mm-hmm. Fucking just dead. And then March, you have the whole coronavirus. That's and that, when. And then that's Mar- when yeah, it was.
0: It was starting. Dude, I was gonna go to a rave in March. Oh man. That weekend is when Rudy Gobert tasted positive for fucking having COVID. I was like, you motherfucker! And then everything got canceled. And then <laughs> fucking murder hornets.
1: Oh damn that <laughs>
0: They're not even that scary, but everyone's hyping them up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm now sure we have this other... crazy
1: riot just from. Yeah, and then these fucking riots, dude. That's crazy. So far, it's been crazy every single time.
0: Where does it stop, dude? I don't know. Something <laughs> something big's gonna happen. Something something giant's gonna Dude, I don't I don't know if these riots are gonna stop. Like it might just keep escalating.
1: Yeah, it might not. just
0: keep going. Further and further, one party just pushes another, and one person pushes another, and then just keeps—it's a tip for tat, you know, for how crazy shit can actually get. And yeah, like, what happens next? Oh, I become famous. My podcast takes off. That's what I'm hoping. Hey, that'd be cool, man.
1: <laughs> this podcast alone—yeah,
0: ma- makes it. But you that'd know cool. what's—you know what's actually gonna happen? Nothing's gonna change. It's gonna go back to the normal day to day, and that's honestly just—we gotta ride this wave out. That's all we can do.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. Like I said, twenty twenty has been crazy. Every single month, every single month's changed. But there's ways you can go about. It. You can think, okay, well, for me, you can look at yourself as a victim, or you can look at yourself as like a survivor. Someone that like at one point was a victim, and then like keep going and bettering yourself.
0: Yeah, you gotta grow. You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta see yourself as growing.
1: Yeah, sometimes you have to like go down in order to grow.
0: Because that that mean that's how you make muscle. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, there's, I feel like... That's how, that's how you build
1: character. How we're talking, like, we worked on, like, agriculture stuff before we ever did any of this kind of stuff. It's like, it built character, which I have, like, at that point, it sucked, but that's the only thing you knew, but then you build skills from that, and you learn more and more skills. Kind of like how I went from working on dairy, to doing construction, to doing real estate, because real estate, like, I don't use my own money or credit at all. I use... I use a strategy called OPM. Not like the pills. (laughs) Opium. (laughs) Opium. No, it's called O, like the letter O-P-M. So that means other people's money because there's a lot of, like, people that... Sounds
0: like a great way to do it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, for sure. I don't go to banks or credit unions for it. I'm using my own money or credit. Because there's a lot of people that have pretty good net worth, and they're like, oh, well, I kind of want to invest this because if it's sitting at a bank with inflation, it's kind of losing its value sitting at a bank. So instead, they want to put it in an asset, and that's why real estate is so cool, because you can basically be a funds manager, kind of, and manage the funds for them, invest it in a property, they charge you interest. Or you can say, hey, if you bring all the funds, you can um, do the whole deal, like you also pay for the rehab costs, pay for the closing costs, that kind of stuff. I'll split the deal 50-50 profit or loss. So if you lose money, you pay 50% of it. If you make money, you make 50% of of it. So if it's a $20,000 deal, $50,000 deal, $100,000 deal, if you do the math, 50% you, 50% theirs. And that's take home for each person. And you also have to have contracts for it. That's a lot of people don't know. And you also want to know about contracts, know how to read them, what they mean. That's why it also helps to have a friend that's a lawyer or pay for one because they save your ass. They save from lawsuits like and all that because where I have an LLC, people try to sue me for my personal stuff. They can't. They can only sue what my business owns. So let's say my I have a business that owns, let's say, for example, like a Porsche, but the business owns it. And then I have a real estate rental company. One of my tenants slips on a concrete thing or on ice, and they try to sue me because they don't have a Porsche. They try to sue me because I, they think I have money. I'm like, um you can only sue me for what that business owns and when it comes to taxes you can show a lot of losses and everything to protect it and be like oh well you can't really sue me for much so
0: i want to just end it end it with this i feel like you can have pretty good insights on this seeing as i think my age group is mainly around the ages where we're starting to buy stuff everybody's you know first starting out mm-hmm. we're really starting our lives out uh if you could give any advice on to how to build their credit, what purchases should be made first, what purchase should be made second, and how to go about that, what would
1: you advise? So how we were talking earlier, like a lot of Latinos and other people like they like to pay stuff in cash. I don't recommend that. I highly recommend like just financing it first and like pay a few months. Let's say you buy a five thousand dollar car. Um, then you go and get it financed for the same amount you can pay it cash and you're like well why would i want to pay interest on it well it's going to help you build your credit score because at first when you're starting to build credit you're going to get a slightly higher credit because i did that on my first car I ever got it was like 12 percent, and at the time i was like oh well i was 18 and i was like and i didn't know much about credit and i was like i just signed it i was like oh yeah well that i didn't know you could have a co that had good credit and you could get like a lower lower interest rate like close to three or four or five whatever mm-hmm. it was that would have saved me um a lot of money Buckets. just on that yeah <laughs> Bucket <loads of> money. <laughs> and so like i recommend like just building your credit like at first sometimes you may get a higher interest rate but you can always go and refinance it for less especially with the car loan and then get like a credit card but like pay it for small purchases and just make sure to make payments on it so like if you have a 500 hundred dollar credit card maybe get it max max uh get a new credit max limit of a thousand but use the same amount or less, just keep it below 30% so that way you can do that. And then just like build different kinds of credit because you can't like go to buy a house right away like where you've never had credit. You can't put build. your eggs
0: all in one basket. Yeah, exactly. You can't,
1: say? Yeah, you can't go like right away instantly for it. So you instantly just have to like, so you slowly have to build your credit and then that's when you'll be able to like buy houses and all that because like once you build that, you can get a car loan because they have, and in, in, when it comes to credit report, you have what's called trade lines so trade lines basically means if you've had a credit card you have another credit card so now you have two you have a car loan that's three home mortgage that's four and then you have other little loans like that that you've had like signature loans or anything like that um they're all that's what they call trade lines in the banking world and i'm not a banker by any means but at the same time it's like i've understood that from working in the dealership doing finance and that kind of stuff and so you just build up trade lines and the more trade lines you have because the way it's weird how credit's like calculated because there's so many credit bureaus, there's like your, uh, your FICO, like your FICO score, it's made up of so many different kinds and it varies by mm-hmm. the amount. Like if you're trying to get like a FICO auto loan, it's way different from getting a home loan. So some people, when they ever came in the dealership, they would have a higher credit score on um, Credit Karma and when it, we pulled their credit it'd show lower and they're like well credit karma is pretty accurate well, it's like well we take different stuff account so that's why like your credit score you just have to build it make sure you make the payments on time mm-hmm. and even if you go to ruin it like let's say like you accidentally had something that you went to collections for hospital bill or something like that some lenders will still loan on it like it may be like i was saying like a higher interest but you can always go and refinance it but some lenders don't even really care because they will have different lending So That's why dealerships send it off to multiple ones and whichever one gets the lowest interest rate and they can make more money on, obviously, they're going to take. And so, like, that's kind of like how they do their, that, that part for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, just like for building credit, it's totally, totally, it's totally weird because, like I said, there's so many credit factors and all that kind of stuff that go into it. So I'm not like the biggest credit expert on that, but I do know because I've taken a couple classes and courses from mm-hmm. a few people that are experts in it, and just because I've been around it, especially around cars.
0: So, so you would say probably car first.
1: I I'd, I'd probably say a small credit card because a lot a, a lot of card. a lot of banks they want to uh, give you a credit card because that means they're opening another account. Because Wells Fargo they had a big scandal where they're opening up. Uh, new accounts for people that were dead that's what one of their biggest scandals was and they had to pay a huge million dollars of fine in those but um, a lot of them will they'll just pitch you like if you've if you barely open your bank account with let's say ICCU they'll try to pitch you a credit card like hey have you ever thought about getting a credit card fuck ICCU nah they're they're pretty good Bastards. local banks fuck I don't, I don't, I don't mind no, they're pretty cool I hate them <laughs> that's, that's my bank but fuck them
0: <laughs> fuck no, me I don't, don't want to deal with them anymore I'm going to switch over to Wells Fargo
1: but, but they always like they always try to pitch it. So like if you barely have an account there, like a savings account for example, they'll try to hey, why don't you get a credit card? So that way they can like you build credit and you have another account I'm broke, with them. Broke nigga, <laughs> <laughs> don't got any money.
0: I'm <laughs> talking about get out of here, man. So small credit card, it's like five hundred credit limit. is probably what you going to start off with.
1: And keep it low. Like you want to keep the. You want
0: to use? I think you want to use like twenty five percent of it. At least at least have twenty five percent of yep. it used so have you're it. always you know, paying. Yeah, it. below thirty percent houses.
1: That that's a pretty good ratio. And
0: then and then would you say get a car? You small can get car a you small don't, car alone. Yeah, because you've
1: established some credit and then now they'll probably be able to lend you, but when you're buying a car, a lot of first time car buyers, um, I highly recommend getting a cosigner just because a lot of them don't have credit or they just have a credit card of like five hundred bucks. Um, I highly recommend you get one if you can have a parent or someone co-sign for you. That helps the process a lot easier because if you don't, then they're gonna ask you for like proof of income, proof of residence and all that. And if you don't have any of that kind of stuff, then it's it's just uh, makes it more difficult and you're like, oh man, do we even want this car loan after like doing all that kind of stuff? So that's kind of why you just wanna slowly build your credit and have stuff arranged. And when it comes to buying your first car, um, depending on what kind of car, like and how much down payment, you also want to think of how much down payment you have, because sometimes you can get in cars with zero down, which I've I've done a lot of those. But obviously, if you have some down payment, because now you're not in negative equity. Like a lot of people that buy new cars, they sometimes get in negative equity. But when I was selling Jeeps, those held their value so well that people they would. Come out on top either way. Like they would ride it for like three, four years. They would drive it and then sell it, break even, or even sell it for profit, which mm-hmm. was crazy about some of those. And it depends because some manufacturers they overproduce and the more mass produced, like Nissan Altimas, like which I learned a lot about. <laughs> Don't buy those new because they drop All in the value. Nissan Altimas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, because they drop in value like crazy. Hondas <laughs> drop like Hondas. Like, it's crazy, but Jeeps they hold the value.
0: If you want to get a good car. A can fusion <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah it's like it's building credit it's important like it um and you want to keep it good but if you happen to do it there's a lot of repair credit repair companies out there that are willing to help because i mean that's their business and they're willing to help and it helps you out helps you get lower rates and from there you can be able to buy a house anything like that so
0: dude well Thanks, man. let I me mean, know there's a shit more I feel like we can talk about, but I got some more. I got one more person coming in here later in a bit, but uh, fucking thank you, man. Yeah, dude, this is I fun. It was very learn, fun. Hope you fuckers learned something because he just dropped a boatload of knowledge on you guys. I'm going to have to re listen to this to try to take some notes on it. Hey, <laughs> thanks for being on, Alex. Yeah, it is fun. Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Alex, give it up for him. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, if you're looking to buy a house or flip a house, he's great to get in touch with. Um, other than that, not a whole lot of news after this. We've got one more on the way. And uh, hope you guys listen to that one because she's also around the uh, real estate and selling and buying of homes. So give that one a listen if you're in any way interested. Also, big news. Your host, me. I'm bald.